Hello and welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. My name is Lyndon Batiste of Batiste Ministries. Our mission is to teach the world the power of loving God and loving others. We love God by obeying His Ten Commandments, and we love others by becoming 1 Corinthians 13. It is my hope that this episode of the Gift of Love broadcast is a blessing to your life. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the Gift of Love broadcast. I am so excited to be launching our podcast on King Holiday Weekend. And if there's anyone out there that knows me, you know that I love Dr. Martin Luther King, one of my foremost heroes on my Mount Rushmore on great Americans and great human beings. And to be launching the Gift of Love broadcast, speaking about love is your greatest gift, I think there is no better time than right now than to be talking about God's power of love. In our first episode, I want to speak to you on the subject of love is your greatest gift. And I'm going to be coming from 1 Corinthians 13. If you have your Bibles, you can open up with me or if you have an app or BibleGateway.com, one of my favorites, you can read with me there really quick. I love the Bible just so that you know. Um, the Bible had a great influence on me at a very early age. It changed my life and not necessarily because of some of the things that we debate about the Bible in regards to the Bible, but because of the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that's in the Bible. I mean, you can pick your favorite motivational speaker or success leader, and I guarantee you many of the principles, knowingly or unknowingly, come from Scripture, which is why I consider it my instruction manual for life, right? Just about everything that we have in life comes with an instruction manual, a car, a television, VCR, whatever it may be. Wow, just dated myself. I said VCR, um, DVD player. But I believe that we have this for our life as well. And this collection of books, man, it has had such an influence on my life. And I just hope through this podcast to pull out principles that, we, that we're able to apply so that we can ultimately be as successful as God wants us to be and success in my eyes is walking in love is loving loving God and loving others so love is your greatest gift and I am going to begin in first Corinthians 13 and this is a very popular scripture everyone I'm pretty sure is familiar with it but hopefully um, we can pull out a little bit more just to really emphasize what I'm speaking to as love is your greatest gift is our subject today. First Corinthians 13 verse one, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. And then as Paul is writing to the church of Corinth, he goes down the, the uh, characteristics of love. He says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And then if you go down to verse 13, 
He says, and now these three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And please let me mention, uh, I am reading from the New International Version, the NIV version. And I like to skip around with different versions, although they're a little different here and there. Sometimes uh, that difference is not as consequential as in other places. So, But for, the, for this case, I'm using the NIV version. But can you imagine how powerful this is that as he's writing to the church at Corinth and he's saying though I speak with tongues and men of angels I mean come on now if you can if you can speak with the tongues of men or of angels and you're telling me if I don't have love I'm a resounding gong or clanging cymbal or if I had the gift of prophecy who doesn't want the gift of prophecy right you can tell the future you can tell people you know where their lives are going to be in a few years but he says and even though you have faith that can move a mountain who wouldn't like to move a mountain, pick a mountain? You have the faith to move that. And Paul is saying that is not as great as having love. But if you do not have love, you're nothing. You can move a mountain, but if you do not have love, you have nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor, I mean, come on now, what is, what is greater than that? And give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. So let's, we're going to go back a few chapters here because when you're studying the Bible, just for future wisdom, to really try to get at what the writer is trying to get across to his readers, it's always important to read maybe a chapter before and maybe even a chapter after because you get context, right? Context is always important in anything. It's like pulling out a single statement from someone and you might miss what their intentions were or you might not get the full total picture that they were trying to paint. So we're going to go back to 1 Corinthians 12 because in 1 Corinthians 12, it leads up into 1 Corinthians 13 and you get an idea of what Paul is getting at here and how he ends up talking about love and the characteristics of love. So in chapter 12, verse 1, it begins... Now about the gifts of the spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagan, somehow or others, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the spirit of God says Jesus be cursed and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in every one, it is the same God at work. Verse seven. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the spirit, a message of wisdom to another, a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. And all these other work of one and the same spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. So Paul's audience, clearly they're having a discussion about these spiritual gifts. And if any of you have been around church circles, you know there's this talk about spiritual gifts. Healing and miracles and prophecy. And if I can picture this in my head, I'm pretty sure the early church, they're trying to not only understand these gifts, but something tells me they're probably trying to determine who has the best gift out of them all. Right. It's kind of like school of superheroes, this type of hunger games. And everyone is kind of jockeying for who has the best 
spiritual gift. One person is saying, I have the gift of healing. And another person is saying, I can prophesy. And, you know, they're going back and forth about who has the best spiritual gift, the spiritual gift currency now that they're all trying to cash in on. So Paul is sifting through all of this and he goes on further to talk about the body and how all of these gifts need to come together to work together. So I get the sense that he's trying to get them to understand the purpose of these gifts so that they're not misused, so they're not abused, and so that they can be used properly, right? And then at the end of 12, he goes on to say, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. I want to read this out of the Amplified. It says, but earnestly desire and zealously cultivate the greatest and best gifts and graces, the higher gifts and the choicest graces. And yet I will show you a still more excellent way, one that is better by far than the highest of them all, love. And then he begins with verse 13 or chapter 13. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. So you get the context here, right? He's not, he didn't just break off into talking about what love is, but he began talking about spiritual gifts. And then he says, those are important, but what's most important out of all of that prophecy, healing, laying on of hands, whatever it may be, what's most important is this gift of love that we understand and that we strive for the greatest of all of these. And what he's really saying is, if you really want to jockey for something, or if you really want to fight over a gift and, and to see who has the best and to, and to measure each other's faith and their God walk by something, measure it by love and not, not these gifts, i.e., healing and these the miracles and prophecy and and this is so important to me because I remember early in my Christian walk um going to a lot of charismatic churches and what was common was this these spiritual gifts and people who had great healing ministries or people would stand up and speak in tongues and it just seemed that those who had these awesome spiritual gifts, they would lay hands on 30 people and people would fall out. And in many cases, you'd have some churches you would go to and they would push you down just to show everyone that they were able to somehow conjure up the work of the spirit and and, and knock people down. People would be breathed on and people would fall out and uh, they would just fall out. And All of these spiritual gifts, these miraculous things. And I remember my early Christian walk being kind of shaped by that to a point where I kind of began to seek that too. Like, okay, well, you know, the proof of my Christian walk is how powerful I can be, how many prophecies I can, you know, proclaim or how many healings I can, you know, how many people I can lay my hands on and I did and nothing ever happened or, you know, how many, you know, wonderful scriptures I could quote. You know, all of these things that we define our Christianity by. And Paul is saying what we're really supposed to define our Christianity by is our love. Our love. Now, I don't I don't know about you, but for me, that is just so revolutionary. It's liberating. 
but it's very it's revolutionary because I'm what if that were the case right what if that were the case what if instead of when someone came and handed you a card it and, it, and instead of it saying you know prophets or reverend or bishop archbishop it said love and then their name or their name and then just simply love what does that mean well it just means that i'm here to love i'm here to love now love can produce healing love will produce miracles i do believe it will produce prophecy but that's essentially what he's saying in first corinthians 13 is if we do those things and have not love then we're nothing we've missed the whole point of it all if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. And unfortunately, that's what religion has become to so many people. A resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, as so many of us, that uh, from you know what we see in the church, we can build wonderful facilities and airplanes and jets and you know we have very awesome profit loss statements but we have not love and so many people are scarred by the church religion in general he says if i give all i possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that i may boast but do not have love i gain nothing what if what if we measured our faith walk on our ability to love and nothing else. Not a title, not a degree, not a laying on of hands, not a sermon, but simply love for God, love for others, love for the most vulnerable, for the poor, helping those who are in need. Love, love, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. How to make love your greatest gift. How to make love your greatest gift. Number one, decide to make love your greatest gift. When you decide that, man, I want to love. And what's so powerful about that is that everyone can do it. I don't know if everyone can heal. I don't know if everyone can, can prophesy. I don't know if everyone can, can wave their coat and people fall out. I think of this video that's gone viral where, <laughs> or a certain, I, I, I'm not going to go there, but um, <laughs> everyone can love. Everyone has it. Everyone can give it. Therefore, everyone can be great because everyone can love. But decide to make love your greatest gift. That's what I want to cultivate. That's what I want to be. Number two, seek to become love. Asking yourself the question, how can I love better? So once you've decided to make love your greatest gift, you've said, look, love is what I'm focusing on. I want to be the most loving person I can be. I want God to, I want God to infuse him, God's self within me. 
I want to be one with God. To be one with God is to be one with love because God is love. So to be one with God is to be love. But then we must seek that. This is my aim. This is what my faith walk is all about. Yes, understand that it's about, it can be about our theology. It can be about morality and thou shalt not. But the center, the, the foundation has to be love. Because when love is not the foundation, then we miss the point. And we abuse our faith and we abuse others. And lastly, study God's word on love. And that's what this broadcast is about. We're going to be talking about love. Because my goal is to create Those, those who are identical to the personhood of God, identical. See, when Jesus said, I and my father are one, Jesus was saying, I am love. I am love. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. Jesus was saying, you've seen love if you've seen me. But the power is that he expected us and equipped us to be the same. Love. No, he never said that this was about how many hands we could lay on people, how many healings. That's all great and good. Jesus did do that, but that was not the the center, the core of why he did what he did. He healed because he loved. He raised people from the dead because he loved. He died because he loved. Love is your greatest gift. And I want to end on a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who I mentioned is on my Mount Rushmore of not only American heroes, but humanity's great heroes, right? One of the greatest human beings that, that, that I believe has walked this earth. But as we go forth into King Holiday tomorrow, there is a quote from Dr. King that I think is so relevant for right now. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. There's darkness. There's always been darkness in our world, but there's darkness. Only light can drive it out. Hate is definitely present, has always been present. But only love can drive out that hate. Well, thank you for tuning into our first episode. Love is your greatest gift. Please take the time to read 1 Corinthians 13 on your own time. Read 1 Corinthians 12 to get a little context. And until next time, remember to love God and love others for love is your greatest gift. Thank you for tuning in to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. If you would like to hear this episode and future episodes, visit us online at www.batisteministries.org. Again, that's www.batisteministries.org. Thank you, and remember to love God and love others, for love is your greatest gift.